This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about this is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This Is A Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who once passed out on a Ferris wheel, but don't worry, he came around. Brandon. Yep. I am like those people, you see the videos where they're on a roller coaster and all of a sudden their body just goes limp and they black out. That's what happens. Have you seen those videos where people are on roller coasters or it's usually like the catapult one the catapult right? yeah straight up in the air and then they, just they pass out and then they come to two for a second and they freak out and they pass out again i think it's just the g-force right how fast it shoots you up there the air pressure how quickly you go up it's that not too. like you're that high i just think it's the 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 force the force yeah i want to try that at lagoon one of these times Go right on ahead. I'll watch ya. you. Will you? Yep. <laughs> I'd be too scared to go on it because I probably really would pass out. I'm getting old, man. Roller you coasters are. and thrill rides are not, they don't feel quite like they used to. My biggest thing that I've noticed when I got older doing amusement park rides is getting dizzy easier and more nauseous so if we go if we go to lagoon and the lines are really short and we can get on the rides really fast i'll have to slow down or else i feel like i'm gonna throw up but i don't get scared on them like i used to neither i don't get that little adrenaline rush or anything anymore that's why maybe i thought maybe i'd try something like the catapult at Lagoon that maybe that would bring that back. But I am the same. It was the place I first noticed it was I went to Six Flags in California and it was kind of an overcast and rainy day. So there was nobody there and every ride we just walked right onto. And you don't really appreciate the waiting and it gives you time to Kind of rest from a G force. <laughs> there you go. And so, yeah, when I was there, I had probably the worst headache after just a couple of rides. Yeah, if I do the teacup things at Lagoon, and I can't get in there and not spin it really fast. You know, especially when your kids are in there. So I need like a good like 20 minutes after to come back down. If not, I'll I'll throw up my lunch. Just I'm talking about this is making my head hurt, to be honest with I you. I know. Yeah, my stomach is starting to get a little, <laughs> <laughs> a little queasy. So we had another excellent weekend. That we did. BYU pulled out another victory. We're turning into a BYU podcast all of a sudden. Maybe it's because we're not used to <laughs> all the positive week after week. Yeah. I think yeah, we've always been a BYU podcast, just real low key. Now we're embracing yeah. it wholeheartedly. 
what is the stat that we have the most wins in a row next to Alabama right now? If you go back to the last season. Yeah, I can't remember what the exact stat is most. It's like nine, we're like nine, nine wins in a row or something like that. I can't remember something along those lines. Um, if you and the only other team that has more wins in that span is Alabama. I just love the weird stats that Sports Center and news people come up with. You know, me too. But, like this last game, the longest punt in BYU history. Really? Yeah. Oh, so I have season tickets to BYU, and last Saturday was a home game against Arizona State and my daughter's soccer team had the chance to go onto the field with to I guess welcome out the Real players and it turns out it wasn't just like their elite it must have I don't know there were so many kids that got to walk onto the field like it was ridiculous so I'm like oh this is how they are selling out tickets to Real Salt Lake games because you've got 400, 500 kids on the field. And if each one of those kids buys a ticket and two of their parents, and I'm assuming a lot of the families, then that's how the stadium was packed. Cause I'm like, why are they having a game on the night BYU's playing? And at the same time, the university of Utah was playing not at home. They were playing at San Diego state high school. Um, but that's the only way they could get tickets sold. So instead of going to the BYU game last Saturday, I was at the Real Salt Lake watching a soccer game, which wouldn't be my first choice, but I felt like that was the the card I needed to play to be a good dad and support my daughter. And we had a good time. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was just really hard to get all the updates from my nephews and brother-in-law that were at the game and me on saturday and you but you were at home anyways yeah but when they're at the game and they're talking about karen's there again and all that stuff so the utah game was pretty crazy and it was a sold-out crowd but the game this last saturday had what many people have said the loudest crowd moments they've ever heard yeah yeah, we've talked about this before, how it's kind of rough where as a fan, there's nothing you can do to help your team win. But the announcer said it multiple times that um, ASU jumped off sides or uh, fault started, I guess you could say. Three in a row. Times just because they it was so loud. And number two, I think, is because they, they haven't played in front of a crowd for a year and a half, two years. Um, so they're not used to that noise. But I was like, oh, there you go. The one time I could have helped out our team. But again, we're not a BYU podcast, so we'll try and keep it at that. But yeah, so it was a good weekend. And uh, before I went to the Real Salt Lake game, I went to the Utah State Fair for the first time in my life. I've been to the grounds before, but I think it was for like a Charles Dickinson Christmas thing. So I've been there before. I've just never been to the actual Utah State Fair. So Spent a few hours before the game, the, the Real Salt Lake game there. And you went as well. And I did. But this was probably my eighth or ninth time going to the State Fair. Yeah. This Maybe is where you got that. famous. 
that's how you got famous was at the Utah State Fair, right? Yeah, my first movie appearance was Utah State Fair. We should tell you, so the fair usually takes place in Utah the first Thursday after Labor Day and lasts for 11 days. It has been going, the first recorded fair in the state was in 1856. And every year from 1856 to 1916, and then from 1919 to 1941, I think probably the wars were in between those times. I'm not very good with my my war history, but it's probably the wars is why they had a break. But it has been going consistently now since 1945, and it's always always there and at the fairgrounds of all places. And while they have a lot of different activities throughout the year, um, you know, the main purpose of the fairgrounds is, is for the fair, which I think is cool. My favorite things, I mean, I love the fair, but I think my favorite thing that I loved and missed was going to the warp tour at the fair park. Oh, yeah. All the kids in high school always talk about that, and I never went. But all this, all these years later, you're what, 50? How old are you? 55. 55. <laughs> 55 years later. Minus finally, 14. Finally gone to the fair. And let's hear about it. What do you think? You've been missing out? You know what? The, I took the whole family, um, everybody, even my wife. That was her first time at the state fair. And they kept asking us, what is a state fair? And the only thing I could think of that maybe would help them understand is just like the Taylorsville days. I said, it's just Taylorsville days, but bigger. And they have live animals. And Taylorsville days is free. State fair is not free. Um, And a lot more people, I guess, at the state fair than you get at Taylorsville days. But um, each one of my kids had had a lot of fun, especially the two youngest really, really liked the, the state fair, even though we didn't do any of the rides, we mostly just kind of walked around and, and, uh, I guess had, uh, my wife's first ever funnel cake. So she never had a funnel cake. I guess she's never had a funnel cake before that. I've never been to a fair before, but I've had funnel cakes before, um, Cause I thought, you know, the kids wanted to get something to eat and I'm like, Oh, well, we got to get something that, that you can only really kind of get at a state fair. And I feel like I've tried a fried Oreo recently. I just can't remember where, and I wasn't very impressed. They had them at Sonic but, last year. Was that it? Maybe. Maybe. And then she really wanted to try funnel cake and the kids got all excited about the funnel cakes. So we got a funnel cake. To me, all funnel cake is, is, and really what it all is, is just a pancake, fried pancake <laughs> um, with sugar on it. So good. It was good. So that's all we have for the State Fair. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you next week. See you next week. How long were you there for? We were there for probably two and a half, three hours, just kind of walking around. Um, we started off uh, looking for the animals because Bronco was super excited to see his first live pig. But then, yeah, he said he's never seen a live pig before, like face to face. So he was excited to see a pig and then he got really excited about the sheep 
and the cows, I guess those were also his first experiences with being that close to him. So we started off looking at the, what was first? Cows. We saw the cows first, but there was just a bunch of bull crap in there. Then we saw the sheep. No, that wasn't bad. <laughs> then we saw some pigs, and but there was one that was hogging it all. <laughs> well done. Well done. Oh, I've been waiting all week for that, Brandon. I figured you had. It's the whole reason we're doing this is so you could get those jokes out. Yep. So I know I'm the one doing all the talking, but I got questions since you are the, the state fair expert. While walking through all the animal barns, or what would you call those? Yeah. Barns. There was a bunch of people, like they've got like, what would you call it? Little cages or fencing for each animal. There was a lot of people in like inside of those cages with the animals. And like one kid even had like a hammock set up to hang out with the animals. So like, is there a reason why do they have to be right next to the animal all the time? Are they, what's the purpose of the people being in the cages with them? I think the whole point of a fair. So the Utah state fair or a state fair, I should say is not unique to Utah. They have big state fairs everywhere. Right. And I think the main point of them is for people to bring their prized animals, vegetables, artwork, all that kind of stuff, and win awards for them. So when you see the people in with the animals, those are their animals that they're showing and trying to win awards for at the fair. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Well, I get that, but why are they just sitting in the cage with them the whole time? I don't think they have anything better to do. Maybe that's it. And I know they also do um, live auctions, right? For yeah. for the animals. So, so that's how we just, do. Not just to win an award, but they prepare their animals and bring them to be auctioned off and make some good money. So yeah, that was my my one question, which I never asked anybody. I'm like, why are you guys just hanging out with your animal? Because the state fair goes for like, was it like nine days? Yeah, nine or ten days. So you're just hanging out with your your goat for, for nine days straight. I don't know. I understood the hammock then if that was the whole point of it. But a hammock? Some kid yeah, some kid really like strung a hammock across the the, the cage or the, the the fencing and was just hanging out in there with his I think it was a goat. Could have been one of the pigs. I can't remember. They all kind of blend in. Yeah. But yeah, lots of animals. I mean, it was really cool. And they got a, 
And then one of them was like a barnyard for kids or something like that. So they had like mm-hmm. piglets and baby alpaca. Alpaca, yeah. The little chickens. Did you yeah. see the chicks in the incubator? I think they were gone. They must have hatched by then because um, there was none in there. But I kind of looked at that chart of how they, how a chicken comes to be. That was kind of interesting. Which yeah, I when we just, were, I could have just, we just had but... barely been a couple had been born. They just cracked out of their shells. Yeah. So and they got a pet. Some I think was it was it a baby goat that somebody had, but we put a pig. Yeah. They loved it. So it kind of kind of like you've going back to it. It's like Taylorsville days with a little bit of a zoo aspect to it. <laughs> zoo. <laughs> Petting zoo. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, for me, yeah. I think what sets the fair apart is everything on the outside. In the very middle, you have all the food, the vendors, the rides, which you can find at any, as carnival. we talked about, any carnival city carnival throughout the summer but the fair is unique in that you have the people showing off their stuff and that can be cool to go check out if, if you're into that like the animals we this year didn't go see any of the the fruit or the vegetables or the artwork oh really one of the big things is always the butter sculpture which I think yeah. this is a cow. Yeah, I saw that. Took a made my daughter take a picture in front of it. Good, because I didn't get a picture of it. So I think that's what makes the fair different and worth visiting. And I think it just kind of I mean, we start celebrating fall pretty early, but it really is kind of the official kickoff to fall, I feel like. At least for me and in my history of going to the fair it's starting to get cold and that's just the way that summer ends was with the fair and then jump starts you into the fall i had no thoughts like that because it's my first time going so maybe from now on um but i did have a question we did go check out my oldest boy wants to be an artist so we went and checked out like all of the art and prizing competitions they did judging competitions because there's a lot of art tons of art um but i got way confused on like the ribbons like how they decide like who actually won because there's so many like first place ribbons and then best of show and all that stuff so i'm guessing just over time they've just kept basically participation trophies (laughs) well there's different categories so you've got like age ranges and skill levels. So that I think could be it. that's or the type of art that they use. There's sculpture sections and uh, charcoal, pastel, all the different kind of art forms. So I think that's why there's so many different ribbons within the exhibit. And then based on if you're an amateur or you're a professional, that kind of stuff. That makes that makes sense. There was just a lot. There's a lot of exhibits and stuff like that, which is really cool. A lot of cool stuff. And then you also have your vendor booths as well. There was a bunch of religions there. Yeah, so religions, vendors. 
Yeah, a lot of cool vendors. Um, and a lot of, I mean, even outside you talked about, you got like the food. There's a lot of, kind of remind me of a smidge of like when you go to on a cruise ship or something like that and you and you port and outside of the, the port is a bunch of vendors with weird items that you can you can buy. Um, like one lady had like this kind of cowboy sun hat type thing that said Broncos on it. Oh, she had all these teams. She had University of Utah and I said, where's your BYU one? And she's like, I've been making a lot of people mad today but not having a BYU. I'm like, yeah, you are. So I'm not buying one. And one of the cool food vendors I saw there was this huge, they had a huge like grill, barbecue grill, like huge. I took a picture of it, maybe we'll put it on there, but that was kind of cool. Cool to see, I haven't seen something like that since I was in South America. And the carnival rides looked, actually looked, I mean, it, it's pretty similar to what you find at Teller's or Days or at a carnival, but uh, a few extra ones. Um, they look, look like they'd be a lot of fun. Maybe next year we'll buy the unlimited ride wristband or whatever they have. It's only but 30 tell bucks. You what, what's that? It's only 30 bucks. Um, I think they had one that you could get. It was there for a few days when I was buying my advanced tickets or whatever. Cause you get, you get a discount, right? If you buy them in advance, like five bucks off or something, mm-hmm. but they had one that said a matinee wristband. That was anytime before six o'clock. Or something like that. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, maybe we should do it. And then I went back to get them and they were gone, but I'm glad I didn't because last week, I mean, I bought my tickets to go to the fair and then the days that we kind of penciled in just got um, super busy. We weren't able to go. So we were pay- barely able to squeeze in last Saturday for a few hours. So I'm glad I didn't buy the, the ride thing. And plus Saturday is probably the worst day to, to buy, to go on the rides, right? Cause there was, there was a lot of people there. We got there fairly early. Fair. <laughs> I did joke it. Me too. Fairly. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, well, there's now. Um, and we didn't even know where we we're supposed to park. <laughs> Yeah, so we parked at the rec center. We did not pay um, to park, but um, the rec center parking lot was basically empty when we parked there. But when we left, it was like chock full. So it was filling up because we got there early in the afternoon. Um, and I'm sure that night it was probably fairly, fairly busy. Yeah, as I said, I've I've gone for many years. I remember always going with my family when I was little and then we stopped because they felt like the fair was getting really ghetto and it is a little bit. It's yeah. A little, it has a little bit of a trashy aspect to it, but Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's fun as I mentioned to kind of start, start the fall off with the fair and we got my daughter really excited to go on the Ferris wheel this year. So she kept talking about that and was really excited to go on it. So we did do a couple of rides. I, I have some friends that we usually go to the fair with and we got, what we did is we, we got there and we went and saw the animals first as well. Got that out of the way. We went through this barnyard thing for little kids was free so we're like okay Mm -hmm. sure then from there we went on some rides we went on the we bought i think 60 tickets for 40 bucks and we just split them between the two families and so so each each ticket what does the ticket do for you 
for the rides. So is it one ticket or ride, or are they? No, it's all different. Like the Ferris wheel was four tickets, I think. We went on the Tilt to Whirl. I think that was four tickets as well. And the thing that we forgot that we always deal with is for the big yellow slide. You can't use the normal carnival tickets. You have to buy a different ticket. So we ended up with way more tickets than we wanted. We were still able to use them all, but we were trying really hard to find rides to go on. And I wasn't really up for a lot because I went on the tilt twirl and I got really sick after because as we discussed, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I noticed too, walking by some, there was one ride that kind of looked like a, like an arm that just spin, like you're in the, the seats and the arm just kind of flings you around like a, what do you call that? Anyways, but that one said like no wristbands or anything like that, or take, like it was 10 bucks. Right. So yeah. a couple of the rides that I'm like, that'd be fun to go on multiple times. I'm guessing probably like you said, the slide. Yeah. I'm just curious to know like which rides are actually included in the, the, carnival rides or whatever the tickets or even the wristband that you can buy i think everything except for that one you mentioned in the big slide everything else we were able to would have been able to go on and when it gets Hmm. down to it i think i think the best one is i've always gone on the l slide that's a fun one i'd probably be okay with just going on that and maybe the ferris wheel just because it's pretty chill yeah but i have to go on the tilt twirl every year with my friend because we like to make ourselves sick i guess there you go yeah my daughter makes because one of my the rides i don't like is the ferris wheel at lagoon where they call it skyscraper so my daughter's like oh hey look dad there's a ferris wheel you're scared of him i'm like i'm not scared of the ferris wheel like especially that one the little tiny one it's just the skyscraper lagoon just when you have kids and stuff like that, you just, when their kids were younger, that one definitely scared the crap out of me because I'm like, if they stand up or fall out, then you know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, I was um, the same on the, on the first world that we went on. It was still a little scary. Yeah. So, but I kind of want to go back to your comment. It was one thing I wanted to bring up and I'm glad you did. Like I was walking around the fair and have you ever seen like those websites or Instagram pages, like the people of Walmart, just like people taking pictures of weird dressed people at Walmart? Yeah. They should definitely have one for the Utah State Fair. There was <laughs> some weird, weird outfits, man. <laughs> some weird clothing choices for a lot of people that put, put Walmart to shame. And not a lot of goes. teeth either. Yeah. Just some, it was very interesting the just like really like you guys purposely left the house looking like that (laughs) so and we're not talking to like and i'm not even talking like you know like when you say that like you think of like a country boy right or a hick or something like that but no this was just your typical walmart type people on it's like it's like they actually got dressed up for the state fair compared to going to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> they actually got like they have different up. outfits, but I'm just like, man, this is this is crazy. Like the people of the Utah State Fair. I mean, I think that there's people that go for the the more cultured stuff, and there's people who go for the the fair, the rides and the food. Right. Uh, I like a little bit of 
both. My, I mean, my favorite thing kind of stinks because I feel like the fair has gone downhill even from when my parents were saying we shouldn't go anymore because it's no good. But they used to have different promotions and different exciting foods that they would bring in, like really unique meats and stuff that would make you go, oh, I want to go try that. And my favorite thing is still the deep fried truck. It's just all everything deep fried. You've got deep fried cheesecake. They've had deep fried cookie dough, deep fried Oreos, like you mentioned. But it's just not, they don't have those super different things that kind of would attract people to the fair. I remember one year they had a promotion for, they had the Napoleon Dynamite people at the fair. And that was the whole theme of it that year. It's just those themes and those those things that set it apart. I don't feel like they really do it anymore, which is sad. It's just the same thing every year. And the thing I miss the most, the like world's smallest horse or the world's largest bowl or whatever, they used to have those all over the place, but they don't do that anymore. And I think it's just maybe an animal rights thing. Maybe they didn't treat the animals correctly, so they got rid of it. Have you ever gone to any of the main events that they do, like the concerts or don't they do like a demolition derby and stuff like that too? I think so. I know this year they had Gabriel Iglesias. They had Nelly. What else did they have? Sticks, I think. Was it Foreigner? No, Ariel Speedwagon, right? Maybe. Is that it? I've never actually gone to the events, but there was one year that we stood outside of the event for sticks and we're still able to hear all the music. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But no, I've never gone to one of the one of the other events that they have. Yeah. I would have liked to listen to Gabriel Iglesias, but I think he was was he Saturday night? Friday night. Because when Friday we were night. leaving the fair, everybody was walking in with Gabriel Iglesias shirts. Oh. Never mind. Maybe it was the the band that night, Ario Speedwagon Sticks or whatever it was. But yeah, I've never been in that stadium. They call it the Days of 47 Rodeo Stadium, something like that. I think so. But never been in there to witness anything. Well, like you said, so, it's your first time going to the yeah, fair. Just got to ease into it, right? Yeah. Next year. Next year, which brings up the question, are you going to go next year too? Is it like a tradition for you to go every year? It kind of is. It kind of has become a tradition for us. I went with my fiance then turned into wife when we were first dating and maybe that's why we always have to go on the ferris wheel because we went on the ferris wheel that time and we just have done it ever since just just, just connected right that's what yeah and i think after that so i think we went the next year but then we had a couple years we didn't go but we've gone this is now the third year in a row that we've gone Every year that we've had my daughter now, the first year she didn't, you know, she's just like a little baby. Last year, she kind of, we took her on the carousel and she was frightened. This year, she actually enjoyed the carousel. 
And I think she liked going to the fair. So for us, it has become a tradition. And I think we'll probably at least strongly consider going if, if we don't go every single year. What about you? Does it seem like something you want to go back to, something you'd recommend people check out? I think it's it's worth going to. Um, like I said, it can get, I mean, you think about it, we haven't brought it up yet. I mean, you, you got your admission, which is anywhere from eight to 13 bucks, depending on when you buy it, right? Yeah. But, um, and then two, if you go on the rides, that's expensive, but holy cow, the, the food pricing, like I, I saw one stand just for like a, a, a 20 ounce bottle of soda was like eight bucks. I'm like, holy cow. So holy cow. Have, ah, woo. Another one without meaning to Santa Vaca. Um, so if you, if you take your, your family or whatever, you, you, it can, it can add up really quick to an expensive outing. Um, that's why we kind of, you know, I think <clears throat> it was nice just to go and, and go in and see what it was all about. So next year, I think we, we may try to get on early and buy the, the all you can ride thing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe try that next year. But I feel like every time, cause school's usually in session when the fair comes around. And so every year I've, I thought I want to go this year, but then it's just like those week, that week and a half is always really busy because like school has started and there's stuff going on. Um, and I can never find a time to go. So I'm kind of glad this is another reason, like the 50th time I've said this, that this podcast has been awesome to do because it's forced me to do stuff that I normally kind of put aside just because I don't make time for it, but this made me make time for it. And I almost makes me force you makes forces me to go. But like I said, it was kind of like a last minute thing, not last minute, but like I was getting a little nervous of when we were going to go. Cause there was only like two days left. And I'm like, we haven't gone yet. Cause the days we penciled in, like I said, like something else came up both times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, it seems like it's a pretty busy time of year. Um, every time the state fair comes, but I think we'll not the kids know what it is. So if depending on their, um, desire to go next year, we'll probably determine if we go again or not. What you ought to do is get Rocky started on a art project that he can put into the fair next year. Yeah. Yeah. We actually kind of talked about that. So that's probably a good idea. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, like you said, there's, there's anywhere from little kids to adults, senior citizens, they even had a whole exhibit just for uh, the seniors who have done art, but yeah, maybe that's the way they get them excited to go again, to go see whatever he enters in to the contest. And who knows, maybe I can grow a pumpkin and enter it or some beets. Hey, there you go. Too bad Bears, they don't have beets, an exhibit for how good of a deal you got on something. Yeah. Like so see who's, so see who, who got the most, saved the most money for the least amount of money. Who has saved the most money over the last year? I think I'd win. Going to who the bought fair, the most unnecessary stuff that they didn't need. You will not win that prize going to the fair. As you mentioned, it's very expensive, especially if you're buying food. Yes. <laughs> so your, I would, your I would cake was win, no, I would win. Bucks. I just wouldn't be able to see it because I wouldn't pay to go in. <laughs> There you go. But it's a good time. It's a good start to the fall. As we can say, we're officially, I guess today, the day we're we're filming this or recording this is actually the start to fall, right? Is it? 
the 21st? I have no idea. Do you remember? <laughs> Today it says Wednesday, September 22nd. Okay. So the day this comes out will be the first official day of fall. So I won't get ugly looks for all the pumpkin things I'm buying, maybe. But Oh, my goodness. So we do that pickleball league 6 a.m. in the mornings on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Holy bloody cold this morning. It is and the thing cold. is, too, is that um, pickleballs do not do well in the cold. Like, they break really easily. Really? So, um, but holy cow. It was, it's just weird to go from wearing tank tops the last two weeks to wearing, like, a hoodie, gloves. <laughs> like, just overnight. Well, duh. But just so so quickly. And then watch the next two weeks will be just fine. It was just, I think it was the first frost of the year. Yeah. This morning, which is, what is today? Tuesday? So winters are coming. It sure is. And just like last year, we've got a fun, action-packed fall for you. Yes. So make sure you continue tuning in. Very excited. You think we've given this a, a fair shot? We've done a fair amount. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this is Blitz Podcast. See you next week.